everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unpacking Love. I'm so excited to bring a juicy topic to you guys today. We are going to be talking about the friend zone and then coming out of the friend zone. And I'm so excited to have a special guest in the house. We've got Joey. Hey, Joey. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. So excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for coming. So for people who are listening, if you don't know what the friend zone is, I just did a quick Google search so that, you know, I could give you guys a a quick definition real quick. So it says on here that a friend zone is a situation in which a friendship exists between two people, one of whom has unreciprocated romantic interest to the other. So that's the definition we're going to go with. Um, and I'm so excited because we have Joey who's going to share his personal experience and, and how that worked out for him. So Joey, I am going to kick it over to you. Please go ahead and share what you want to share with us. Oh, yeah. You know, I've been waiting for this uh, moment to share my story. I could say maybe around like April 2020, I left my home church. Like my dad was a pastor. I left his church, went to a different church. Uh, Me and my buddy wanted to kind of start a ministry together. So we ended up, you know, forming a church in Everett. Um, I, I started playing there. There was a lot of popularity that kind of arise when I kind of went to church in um, Everett. And um, I remember just one day after church, maybe it was like a church celebration. I received like this weird message on Facebook from this girl. She's like, oh, I see you doing great works in the community. I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> that's that's nice, you know? And, and, I, and usually what happens is as a musician, a lot of girls, they won't tell you they like you. Mm. They won't tell you they like you. And um, I've been stalked too. So I'm like, is this one of my like stalkers that I <laughs> I have in, in Everett who is just like messaging me out of the blue, you know? And then, you know, I started talking to her and then there were some questions that arise. I'm like, um, she's a good looking woman. Um. Hopefully she's not from Haiti because I wouldn't be able to see her, connect with her. Um, and I, I didn't plan on going to Haiti anytime soon. Okay. And for people who are listening, Joey is Haitian. So just so people yeah. can know. Yeah. So, you know, we started talking here and there. Um, nothing kind of romantic. She was a singer. So we would mis- mostly talk about music. And, and she thought, you know, Michelle, she thought I was a guy who had no game, you know. <laughs> I was a guy who just like, because, you know, I'm a church guy, you know, like she thought I had no game, but, you know, I like to slow things down, you know, mm. and then make my way. I was thinking about, you know, if I were to date her, how would things look? How, how I, I wanted to see how dating would be with her. So, you know, I just take things slow. We talk about music. And then I remember, um, after that, we spent like, um, a long time not talking because she just got out of a, um, two year relationship. So she wasn't really looking for anyone at that point, at that time, we would talk maybe for like a good two weeks. And then after that, you know, we would talk again, me messaging her gave her a sense of, you know, support, you know, I, I was there for her. I was giving some kind of encouragement at that point but we were just friends at that point 
I didn't want to give any signs that I was interested in her, even though I was when she messaged me. Um, but I was very um, patient. Like, you know, when I would talk, I would make sure I, I said the right things so that um, she could message, she would want to message me again. What are some of the right things that you would say so that she would like message you? Or what are some things that you felt like would have been bad for you to message her that would have led her to not message you back? So if I said, hey, beautiful, you want to hang out sometime? She would have left me on red. But if I said, hey, how's, because she was in the music ministry, I'm like, hey, how's the music ministry going? You know, I'm a musician. Um, any, do you need any help um, or any like kind of um, direction and kind of, you know, the time signatures? You know, I'm very, uh, anything related to music would catch her attention. Or, you know, like from time to time, you see me post it the videos on Instagram, she would watch those as well. So I'd kind of share those with her. Um, Cause at that time she needed it, even though she, I didn't know she needed it, but she later let me know um, she needed them. So when you were posting on Instagram, you weren't thinking of her, you were just posting cause you wanted to post, but it ended up actually speaking to her. Yes. Interesting. And what were you posting? Just so people can understand. Because, you know, for people who don't follow you, they wouldn't know. Yeah. So, like, sermons. Um, sometimes I, I would post, like, motivational posts or Bible scriptures. Mm, I see. Okay. You had kind of taken this. Um, while she's going through her breakup, I'm not going to, like, actively pursue her and, like, flirt with her. I'm just going to kind of be there as a support. Um mm. And like make her feel comfortable to at least keep having conversations with me. Something that is also very interesting to me is how you said this all started in April 2020. But it's kind of like you guys spoke for maybe like two weeks in the April 2020 period. And then you said the next time you then spoke was in October, though. So how did the friend zone work where you guys didn't talk? Um, It was um completely normal, you know, for me, like at that at that point, uh, I didn't, it's not like I held a grudge, but I was going on dates with other people. Okay. Uh, but it was like, man, these dates, they're whack, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I'm going on these dates and I'm just like disappointed. The person doesn't look how they look on the profile pic or, okay. Um, it's just like, no, they were just kind of playing a, a role. I, I kind of, I think I was aiming towards other things, you know, I would mm. aim towards other things to, um, so that I could, you know, not put my energy on her, but I was still thinking about her, how, 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 how it would be to date her. I think it didn't change anything, but we were just like, when she would reach out to me, um, I wasn't like, oh, oh, you're fake, you know, um, how, how come you're, you're messaging me now no it was none of that it was like oh what's how's it going and then we just kind of talk and then it'd be like two weeks and then it just kind of fade you know so then during this friend zone you know you've told us like what you talked about and it sounds like you focused on other things and it didn't like put too much pressure on her do you think that that actually helped you or do you think that set you back in terms of now getting in a relationship with her I think it helped me um, because I, I wasn't too thirsty, you know. 
even though I was thirsty, you know. So I, I it helped me to be kind of, you know, relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me to understand that, that good things take time and that if you want something, you just have to, even though I wasn't patient, you just have to wait, you know. It's going to mm-hmm. come. You just can't rush things. I'm glad I followed the approach I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that now she's able to follow my lead more. Um, so I guess that's what a woman wants, you know, a, a man who can lead. And you have to make sure she can trust you um, mm. in, order, in order for you to lead, you know. Wow. And that trust was really built even when you are not like putting too much pressure on her. Yeah. And I re- I remember just kind of being honest with her, um, telling her how things were, hoping like she would open up, you know. Whenever I would talk with her, I would just kind of say what was in my mind if she needed advice or kind of talk about my personal story. Okay. I wouldn't kind of leave any details. Um, if I had a struggle, I would tell her my struggle. If I had like an issue, I'd tell her my issue. Mm, and this was all while you were still like friends. Still friends, exactly. Mm, I see, I see. And while you guys were in this like friend zone time, did you guys ever meet in person? Or the first time you then met was like basically in October 2021? Yeah, there was a point where we were in the same space, but she she didn't look my direction. And she said if I were to approach her, she wouldn't give me any attention. Because she wasn't looking for someone. Exactly. And... um. Yeah, it was like she was sitting. She saw. She saw me. I was talking to my pastor. You know, she saw me, um, and I know if I approached, her, and I thought about approaching her too. It's like, hey, it's Joey from Facebook, and but something <laughs> said, you know, something said, you know, stay back, stay back. You know, you're gonna embarrass yourself. Um, and she was with her sibling, so I was like, oh yeah, um, this is not. This is not God. Thank you. God, thank you for kind oh. of <laughs> not making me um, embarrass myself. Interesting. Okay, okay. So then, you know, you literally gave her a lot of space up until like October 2021 happened. So now walk us through like that transition from being friends to now being in a relationship. Like, how did you, did she give you any signs to be like, okay, this is now the time to ask her? Or like, did you just start flirting because you couldn't hold it anymore? And you felt like, okay, well, she's gotten to a point where she's like better now and she's more open. How did you know it was now time to push a little harder? Okay, so once I got the number, uh huh, I was like, you know what, Joe, you can't play any games. <laughs> uh, this is your chance. Okay. This is, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm like, you know, she's the prize. I'm gonna attack. <laughs> I'm gonna ask questions. I'm gonna make myself, you know, available. You know, I'm gonna even stay, you know, I sleep at eight o'clock. <laughs> I'm gonna stay past eight o'clock just to keep the conversation rolling. Let's <laughs> talk about that number situation. Cause I think earlier on you said that you gave her your number. So was it just like one of those, you were on messenger and then you're like, feel free to text me. And then you put your number. Is that how that happened? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, that is such a smooth move. It's such a smooth move. Cause I'm guessing when she then texted you, you felt like she was interested in texting you. Right. Oh oh, yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. That's smooth. I'm a smooth criminal. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So then now when you started texting and you were flirting, so in the beginning, was she also flirting back or she was kind of, do you feel like she was giving into the flirting or she was just kind of ignoring it for some time? Um, She was kind of ignoring it for some time. Maybe, mm. a co- maybe like it got me like a good, like maybe like a good two weeks for her to kind of just trust me, you know? Um, because mm-hmm. she thought I was one of those guys who would text her for a couple of days and just leave. Um, ah, I see. So she wanted to see if you're going to be consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and and now during the serious pursuits, were you like, you know, saying good morning every morning? Like, what were you doing? Were you showing boyfriend's material stuff here? Oh, yeah, I was showing... Um... I was saying good morning, you know, have a good day. Um, did you eat? How much sleep did you get? Wow. <laughs> uh, um, I was asking, you know, you know, you know, I was kind of planning things ahead, you know, like if you have any needs in terms of music, you know, we can, we can meet, I can give you some lessons, you know, private lessons. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So I, I was going, uh, yeah. And she was saying, wow. Yeah. And these were like the techniques, you know. Um, I always use music because I know she loved music. Okay. Wow. Okay. If you were to give advice to someone who is listening, who is in the friend zone, what advice would you give them right now? I'll tell them, be patient. Um, The person that you're looking for, they're out there. You just have to be patient. It takes time. Mm. Um. Just follow her, her, um, just read. You have to kind of, it's hard to read people's emotions through text, Mm -hmm. uh, but take it easy. Don't go, don't jump the gun, but it Mm. takes, you know, you got to take some baby steps to build to trust because as you're texting her, there are thoughts going through her mind. What kind of guy is he? What does he want? Does he want just to take me on a date and just, um, use me for my body Mm -hmm. or so there these are um and their friends also included in these type of situations too where you know the female is you know has a female friend so they have a group chat so don't make don't um do anything that will make you look foolish also (laughs) okay so what you're saying is don't (laughs) don't say silly things because you end up in the group chat yes you will end up (laughs) in the group chat and once you do text her. She's going to be laughing and she's going to send that to her little homies. Um, so <laughs> make sure. Yeah. Just kind of like, yeah, just make sure you're just doing. And if she doesn't want like, um, attend like a text right away, or if she doesn't respond right away, just give her time to respond. Don't text her every 30 minutes. That, that turns her off. That will turn mm. her off. And okay. you know one th- yeah one thing I will let you know what what I'll uh, like to share for the men one women are very curious you know when you don't text them back um, right away they get curious and it kind of shows as a man too um, you're busy and mm. a woman loves a busy man. Um, so. <laughs> Boy, yeah. Joey, wait, 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 wait. 
So in other words, you're saying to the guys who are listening that it's okay for them to like, it's actually good for them not to respond right away. Is that what you're saying? At times, you know, at times, you know, mm. not in the, not in the beginning stages when you're trying to get, but later, because mm. some guys could get too, too clingy. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. And you know, it's so funny because I'm listening to this as a woman and I'm like, this is very, very interesting. Cause I'm like, you better text me. Like <laughs> if I'm to message you, you better respond. But I get what you're saying that like, you don't want to be too, too excitable and too, you know, clingy. Every time she messages you like two seconds later, you've responded. Right. And I think what you're saying is it's good for her to see that you have other things going. Yes, exactly. You want to spark her interest. You know, you want to make her curious. Mm, okay. I think that this story is a beautiful story in that you transitioned, you came out of the friend zone, right? But there are a lot of stories where, you know, someone has major feelings for the other person and the person doesn't feel the same way. So mm. if it had been a, a story like that, it would have been nice to have at least dated other people and like opened yourself up because yeah i think that it's good to be patient and i like, give someone time especially if they're going through a heartbreak um and they need to heal but then at the same time too i think it's okay if you do try to shoot your shots at the person and and they say no i think it's okay for you to get to a point where you're like you know what i think this one and especially actually if the woman or the man, because there are times when, you know, the woman is the one who has the feelings for the guy and he doesn't have feelings. Um, if the person explicitly tells you, right, that I just see you as a friend or I just see you as a brother <laughs> or a sister, which, mm. you know, I feel like the family zone is even worse than the friend zone. Because I, I don't know, <laughs> I feel like while someone can tell you that they just see you as a friend, like, I feel like, OK, well, you know what? Give it like three years. Maybe you're going to see me as more than a friend. Right. But mm. if someone is like, you are like a sister to me, oh, that one is like, okay, that, <laughs> there's no going back, you know. But what do you think, Joey? Like, if someone was to say, oh, I see you like a brother, and someone was to say, oh, I see you as a friend, do you feel like those two are the same things, or do you think one is worse than the other? I think friend is a potential to be boyfriend and or, or girlfriend brother you're like no it's more like you're, you're like more like their protector like they're um like you're like a relative in a sense you know <laughs> um i wouldn't want to you know date my brother someone who i consider like my bro you know like i no um i i think that yeah that that is worse brother sister like you have no chance <laughs> right right i think also you, you bring up a good point right especially the part where you said i wouldn't want to date a relative because i think that ultimately like if i was to say to someone i see you like a brother essentially like what i've said when i use that essentially what i've said is i'm not attracted to you right but it's mean to say that so then if i say i see you like a brother if you read between the lines it means we're not trying to be incestuous. Like there's not going to be any incest. So it just means I'm not attracted to you. You know what I mean? Whereas mm. if I say to someone, I see you like a friend, I feel like it's a little bit lighter. It might be like, I'm just, you know, I see you like a friend. Like I've never imagined romantic feelings for you. Or it might be like, maybe there are certain qualities that I've seen that I'm like, uh, I see you like a friend, uh, but I don't necessarily see you as a boyfriend. So, so that's that. But Joey, I'm curious too now, since we're talking about the friend zone, did you ever have situations where a girl had feelings for you and they wanted to come out of the friend zone with you? 
And how did you like handle those situations? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> For the people out there, I'm a very attractive guy. Um, so a lot of girls are attracted to me. And I'm a very picky guy too. Okay. <laughs> so there was, I remember there was one girl, she was just obsessed with me. Obsessed. Like calling me, texting me, you know, how are you doing? What are you eating? And I'm like, yeah, I, you're a nice person, but I don't think I'm the one for you. Uh, I kind of had to call them. I had to call them as hard as it was. Mm. I did let them know, you know, you're a good person, but I'm not interested. I'm not invested as you are invested in me. Oh, that's and I wanted to let you know. Yeah, I'm actually I writing think, that down. Yeah. I'm not, you said I'm not invested as you, as invested in you as you are in me. Wow. Yes. I love it. <laughs> and I said, you know, um, you're a good person. I, I don't want to hurt you in any type of way. Mm. Um, but I think going forward, just so we don't cross any boundaries, I think it would be best we be friends. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes mm. what they do is they remove me off Facebook. Mm. Mm-hmm. They remove me off social media. And when they do that, um, I, I take no offense because I know in three months, four months, they're going to want to text me again. That's how mm. it is. But, gotcha. the, but there was the block button on the phone. So you can hit the block button and then <laughs> um, they'll know it's over, you know. Mm, gotcha gotcha okay wow I love that I think that's a very direct approach that you took right like essentially being like you know what I'm just gonna call this person and I'm gonna let them know um so that they they don't have to continue guessing number one and also they don't continue to spam you with like unwanted texts or unwanted calls and I always find this really funny right so these questions like, oh did you sleep well good morning like did you eat okay like how are you doing today it's so funny how <laughs> when those questions are being asked by someone you're not interested in, they're so irritating. But when it's someone you want, when they ask you that, they mean so much. You know, I think it's such a funny thing <laughs> to mm. me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, honestly, I mean, even for me, I've had a situation or two in the past. I think that I would just have to read the room because I think there are also times when I felt like someone liked me but they haven't explicitly told me, right? Like mm. I'm just reading from like the actions, the, the things that you do, the things that you say. You don't say you like me, but the things that you say, or like when you message me, I don't know. So after gathering information, I'm like, uh, I think this person likes me. In that case where it's like I'm reading between lines or like reading actions, I don't, in the past or whatever, I've never said to that person like, hey, I'm not looking for anything with you. Because they haven't said they're looking for anything from me, right? Uh, so I think in those cases, I tend to be more indirect. Um, I think that if the person is like super interested and I'm not interested at all, they will be able to pick it up because my responses will just be like, okay, you asked me a question and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just answering what you asked me, but I'm not necessarily asking you the same question. Like you can just tell I'm not engaged in the conversation. Right? Yeah. 
Exactly. So that's that's how I deal with it. When I feel like someone likes me, but they haven't explicitly told me that they like me. And I know that I'm not into them like that. And then there are times, a couple of times or so where, you know, someone was interested. And for me, I'd, you know, always seen them as a friend. Um, and yeah, I mean, of course, it's hard to say, but I had to tell them, right? They're like, oh, you know, like I see you as a brother or like, I see you as a friend. I haven't really like seen you in that romantic sense. Um, and I think it it does get awkward when someone pushes and like keeps pushing and pushing uh, for more than friendship, right? Because you're like, I've already told you. Like now you're just forcing me to now say mean things, not mean things like, you know, to cast at you anything. No, but like now you're going to force me to say certain things. Like for example, there are times when I just want to be friends with you because I'm just not attracted to the person, right? So if I've already told you that it's best for us to just be friends and then you keep pushing me, you're going to force me to say that. Because if you say, why? Like, why can't we be more than friends? I don't understand. I don't understand. And you're like, just pushing me, pushing me. At some point, I'm going to say those words, which are not nice words. Because for me personally, I would rather someone just tell me, you know what? I see you as a friend. I would just read between the lines and be like, you know what? They see me as a friend. Maybe it's like an attraction thing. Maybe they're not attracted. Maybe there's certain things about me that they don't like. I don't even want to know. You know, if I like a guy and he says he just sees me as a friend, I don't want to know what exactly it is that makes you see me as a friend. I'm just going to take what you tell me. So then because I never push anyway, uh, or like, you know, keep asking someone like, oh, what is it about me that you don't like? I personally don't like being asked that because I think it just forces people to say things that they don't necessarily want to say, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's a trick question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and you know what? I mean, have I been in the friend zone? <laughs> I have been in the friend zone. In the, I mean, I was much younger though. Uh, like, you know, in in my teens, I had a huge crush on this guy. Oh my gosh. Like if that guy had asked me to be his girlfriend, I would have said yes a million times. But you know what? I went the friendship route um, and I went the best friendship route to a certain extent. Like we were very close. Like we would talk on the phone all the time. But then, you know, I... I never like confessed my feelings to him because I think I just felt like if he liked me seeing that we were so close, he would have told me that he liked me. Right. Mm. Um, so then I was just like, well, you know what, you know, I'll just, I'll just let this go. At least I still have this person as a friend, even though I was dying inside, <laughs> I was mm. dying inside to want to be with this person. So, so yeah. Um, I think for anybody who is in the friend zone, sometimes, you know, I think, you know, take Joey's point to it's like, okay, don't just focus on this person, right? Uh, especially if it's been years of you being in the friend zone. Maybe, unfortunately, like you might be a great person, but they don't see you that way. So keep your options open. But at the same time too, if you want someone, like, you know, go for it, like pursue and, and see what happens there. Any last words from you, Joey? No, I, I, I want to thank you for like inviting me. Uh, um and even if you're someone who got hurt in the past, you know, the person out there who's for you is is there. You know, you could you could be you can have they could be like a friend, um, someone you just meet at work, you know, just want to let you know that um, everyone has someone special designed for them. Mm. Um, it may it may have took me two years um it may take you five months three months but just want to let people know that um 
it does take time and you know um, mm-hmm. also also when you're dating someone to also look for patterns mm-hmm. it's good to study patterns and to make sure because sometimes we get so so caught up in feelings we mm-hmm. miss the red flags oh that's deep yeah so if you if you see something that's concerning don't ignore it don't ignore it um because there's a lot of people who miss the red flags and are hurt um, got hurt or are going through divorces right now mm. or are dealing with mental illness. Um, so I understand, you know, how, you know, what a relationship does to a person, how it can cause someone to feel like nothing and um, how they're dying inside, you know? So um, also, you know, don't be afraid to go to therapy. That's my last advice. Mm. It's not something to look down upon. Um, if you need help, seek um, seek it. Um, tell a loved one, tell a friend. And, you know, Michelle, I'm done speaking. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Thank you so much, Joey, for coming on here, talking about, you know, your experience in the friend zone um, and just sharing your wisdom with us. I think my last words would also be like piggybacking off what, what you said, Joey, that there's someone for everyone out there. So especially for people who maybe you were in the friend zone or you are in the friend zone and you really, really like this person and you think that this is the person for you, but they're not reciprocating it. You know what? I feel like some of these things happen so that they push you closer to your right person, right? So Mm. that door has to close so that you end up with the person that you want to be, you want to be with. So I'd say that. And then I think actually something that just um, came to mind as well is listen, guys, Anyone who's listening and who is single and, you know, maybe you're even like on dating apps. So like you're, you're now in a place where you're looking for a relationship. Look, look into your friend circle. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes you could have someone who's been a great friend for years and you guys are actually so compatible, but you've just never, you've just never taken a second look at the person, you know? Mm. So just look inside your friend. Because I think at the end of the day, from what I hear from a lot of people, right. And something that I definitely agree with what makes a relationship work as well is just being friends. You want to have that foundation of friendship with someone, you know, have shared interests and that kind of stuff. And sometimes your person is right in your friend circle. And so for anyone who's listening, who ends up with someone who's in their friend circle right now, please guys, when that happens and you guys get married, hit me up. Cause I really want to know about that. So yeah, that's it from us. Thanks once again, Joey, for being here. And you guys can catch me in the next episode. Peace. Peace.